welcome to Teaching Brood. Today's topic is all about the tools that we use to give our students feedback. Mm -hmm. Feedback is one of the most important parts of our, your teaching life. Um, so we thought we'd uh, give you some, well, things that I've been kind of advised on for years as best, as best practice for feedback, but also some good tools digitally that you can use for feedback. Yeah. So we'll start with a little bit of philosophy or best practice, and then we'll get into the tools. So one of the things that I've always been taught is that feedback really needs to be almost immediate. You can't wait until the project is done and then you get around to marking it and then give the feedback. That just doesn't help the kids. No. I mean, if you, uh, especially especially the younger, the younger they are, the more the instant the feedback needs to get because that's kind of how the little minds work. So... In, when, you do, when you're giving feedback, it should be immediate and right in front of them. Um, it can be within a day or so, because if you, if you need to grade something, uh, or kind of take a good look for something. Um, for example, there's a lot of times that um, I'll give a sticky note feedback on writer's journals um, in the evenings when the students have gone. I'll just take like you know two stars and two wishes, and I'll give students right on the journal just with a simple sticky note. Or um, I'll even I'll send them an email saying, hey, when you're working on this project, make sure you work on this. So it should be immediate and should be right there on the spot, something they can see the next day or even at that very moment. Exactly. So let's talk about what you actually use, what kind of tools. I mean, I do a lot of stuff in the Google universe. Mm -hmm. So I've got a few of my favorites. I use Jozu, which is a smaller one, but pretty good. I mean, there's oh. a, I've never heard of Jozu. You should check it out. Okay. It's got a monkey. Things are always the hoe. Actually, hiking the monkey trails here where we are. I can't necessarily say things are always better with monkeys. We always like to think they are, but not always better with monkeys. This is a monkey that is not fed by tourists. Yeah, it's better. Okay. Um, um, Flubrew. <laughs> Flubrew, yeah. It's been around for a good few years now. Um, always a good choice. Um, using the comment section on, on Google is often just easy. Like, get on a kid's dock. Comment comment. Yep, I do that all the time. That's probably the easiest thing for me to do. Yeah. Um, there's also Orange Slice. If you are somebody who uses rubrics, yep. Orange Slice allows you to attach the rubrics to their Google Doc, and you can actually track changes. So it's like if they give it to you once and you use Orange Slice and you go through and you put stuff on the rubric and they go back and they make changes and they give it back to you, you can see what you originally had and you can make the changes, and it keeps both. Cool. Um, there's also uh, one called Kaizena. It's been around for a little bit of time now, not terribly long, but enough. And there is a Google add-in to it. It basically allows you to give audio uh, feedback to people. Um, and when you record it, they can respond with more audio or they can respond with typed comments. Um, instant feedback, and they receive an email when there's feedback given to them about something. So they know it's there. And Audio feedback is so effective. Oh yeah, way way more so than written feedback. It's one of those things where, um, when you're giving audio feedback, your personality is coming through much better. Yeah, and your students respond to that. They do. Um, that's actually a hugely important thing that they realize that audio feedback is often more important than written feedback can be. The thing with written feedback is that you can always go back and see it again. Audio feedback, you need to play the recording again. There needs to be a quieter space so you can hear it. There is a few drawbacks to it, but it is still effective. Yes. When your students are giving presentations, you can actually just use your laptop, record them, and as you're doing the recording, whisper things into the microphone. Yeah. And that's something that happened with me when I was going to university. They'd set up a, a camera at the back of the room. I'd be 
teaching or conducting or something at the front of the room and my professor would be talking into the camera's microphone giving me feedback as I went. So mm-hmm. when I go back and watch it, I mean, for starters, there's always that weird thing of watching yourself on camera going, oh, did, I, re- did I really look like that? Yeah. But then it, there's also the, oh, and that makes sense why she's telling me to do this. And as a Mac guy, there's actually, um, I have to recommend Microsoft OneNote, strangely, uh, has a good feedback tool and good feed tool for giving you notes. Um, it allows a, place to, a good place to record uh, notes about things you want to work with with your, with your kids. Um, it basically allows, it's basically just an iPad-based record book. Um, but it does allow you to kind of take pictures of what the kids have done, provide feedback to them, send them, it's, it's a really interesting feedback tool um, that I'm recommending that Microsoft does have available for the iPad and the iPhone. Um, so that's just something for your personal records. Um, something that I also do that helps guide my feedback is also doing something called the status of the class. And basically, you just create a spreadsheet or print out a sheet that has all the students' names on it and the dates. And if they're in the middle of a project, ask to simply call them one by one, asking them where they are in that project. At first, you might think that might be a bit distracting, but believe it or not, after one or two times doing it, it's not distracting at all. So How much time does that take? About five minutes max. To talk to each kid? Like you call someone's name and say, where, where are you right now? They'll tell you where they are, you record where they are, you do all the kids in your class, and then you look at the trends and kind of go, which ones haven't I met with in a while? But you also kind of go, which ones have been on the same place for extended periods? Because you can see the same, where they are over extended time. Kind of go, hey, they've been working on that exact same thing for four classes now. Or three classes. Mm-hmm. I need to go to them and get them moved along. Or clearly they're running into trouble because they're doing this. So, yeah, there's that. Right. Um, oldie but goodie, voice thread. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's something that... Um, they, they keep on going with it. Uh, they've got an app now. And I know that our kids are starting to use it much more extensively. Yeah. And there's another one, uh, I know we're giving a lot of the, lots of you guys here. There's one called Flipgrid. Flipgrid allows kids to create 30-second uh, videos uh, about, about something they're working on. And comment can, and feedback can be made about that. Uh, whether it's audio or video, feedback can be made about that Flipgrid. So mm-hmm. you basically or set up Flipgrid, create a topic, and... You know, kids, kids will go into the topic, make a comment, and they can go back and give them feedback about what their experience was. Um, also, look at stuff that your school already has. So if you've got an LMS system like Schoology or Moodle, yep. one of those, look in there. Uh, there's probably places that you can be using feedback tools. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, there's a million ways that you can do the feedback tools, but it has to be immediate. It has to be authentic. It has to be specific. So whatever, whenever you give feedback, um, by all means, please make sure you give specific. Don't just say "good job." Tell them specifically what you're going to be, what you need them to work on. Like, hey, I loved your paragraph here. I would love for you to would love for you to work on your transition sentences, or I'd love for you to work on your topic sentence in this paragraph, or hey, I loved your strategy for, you know, this addition subtraction. But make sure when you're doing partials, you do this. In case anyone was confused by my word of partials, that means partial sums or differences or quotients or products. Uh, the other thing is, out. keep it, keep your personality there. Yeah, totally. Also, keep it positive. So maybe a kid's struggling with the same thing, and maybe you've been telling them the same thing for a long time. Well, you know what? If you see any improvements, point those out. Yeah. And say, hey, I'm seeing that you've improved on this. We still need to keep working, but I'm seeing improvement, and that's fabulous. Yeah, and the kids kids will respond a lot better if you're giving immediate, like some positive feedback about the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so that's the end of us for this week. There are hundreds of tools out there. Yeah, we could have mentioned anything ranging from goal formative to... to oh my goodness, just did. Just, <laughs> all right, so there we go. Have a great time. Have a good... Bye, guys. <laughs>